to that. Just know that you fucked up this episode twice. I know. <laughs> I I shouldn't have started drinking so early in the day. <laughs> I make one fucking cocktail. But oh man, those things are potent. I know. Even when you make them yourself, you're still you still play yourself. <laughs> I um. Let's just assume we're starting now. Okay. Um. But I ordered one last night, the gross one I was telling you about, and the guy gave me a glass of water with it, and I was like, oh, what does he think? I'm like a fucking junior. I I know how to drink a Mai Tai. And then I like took three sips, and I was like, ooh, and I drank the water. <laughs> he's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. He's I'm like, a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> he might just be filling in. <laughs> Welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. Yay. I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, um, uh, we welcome welcome to our podcast where we we talk about stuff that is not good to bring up in civilized conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but I bring it up at work all the time. Yeah, and like I said, I don't know if it recorded before, but like I said, we're allowed to say pussy now, so I'm gonna <laughs> and we're gonna talk about them today. <laughs> well, kinda. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah. We're going to talk about birth control today, which mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, there's like been a fucked up past with birth control and it just continues to be an issue because some people think that you shouldn't have access to it or whatever, which we're not going to get like uber political here or anything, no. but it's just uh, kind of a weird. When we talk about fucked up stuff, we like to keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> If we don't somehow work our way back to farts and diarrhea in this episode, I'm deleting the we whole didn't thing. Do our, we didn't do our job. Yeah. <laughs> it, this doesn't get released. This is um, just a lot of lowbrow. Uh, you better better be in for the lowbrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but before we jump into vagines, uh, though, uh, <laughs> I just wanted—I wanted to just say thanks to all the all the friends and fam for like saying they listen maybe they did maybe they didn't <laughs> maybe they were like oh man they're talking about poop a lot i'm gonna turn it off <laughs> yeah it was great but they said yeah and they we, we got yeah well you guys are so funny uh-huh. <laughs> yeah that one part where you were saying that stuff is that was a good good one uh, um all no everybody's been real nice nice text messages and comments on uh uh social media and stuff uh has been really nice. I've I've always loved podcasts and been a a fictionado of podcasts for a long time. And it's really cool that we are doing this together because you're my best friend. Your best friend since like eighth grade. No, shh. And I mean, whoops. (laughs) Well, well, nobody knows how much into our thirties we are. True, if at all. Ah, fuck. Oh yeah. Whoops. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah. Some podcasts, though, like, people make, like, fan art and stuff, but we get, like, pictures of our friends' stool samples via group text. <laughs> and I feel like we, that's, that's... I hope well. it only stays within a friend group, though. I don't want, like, random strangers <laughs> sending stool sample pictures. Oh, my God. I'll like, die. when we get huge, when we blow up. <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck. We might have set ourselves up for, uh, I don't know, yeah. scat porn or something. Oh, God. <laughs> I, 
I don't want to talk about that in a future episode at all. I thought we were going to, though. <laughs> I know. Maybe we will. <laughs> TBD. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Uh, but my, my mom's like, oh, me and your dad are going to listen uh, this weekend. And I the weekend's come and gone. I haven't talked to her, so I don't know how they what they thought. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh man yeah I had to text Pete's parents and be like hey I made a podcast I talked about it on Facebook don't listen (laughs) I know you might want to like just support like just like all the the posts I post yeah don't actually listen to it though I was like it's not something you'd be proud of me for (laughs) (laughs) you know just blame it all on me it's fine (laughs) I mean my own parents I don't care but Pete's parents I'm like I want to remain angelic in some ways Oh, I know. DJ's dad listened to it, and I was like, oh, oh, no. Your son's seen my hemorrhoids up close. Oh, God. It's so... No, I've actually told them that story. They don't care. Oh. His dad's so cool. His, both his parents are the, the coolest people. They're, like, almost exactly like my parents, True. which is very nice. I can confirm that. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, um, I guess, like, for... Uh, oh, well, we want to tell everyone to follow us on all the social medias. Social media. Um... <laughs> what did I think you were saying that one day when you texted that to me? Oh, Sh- oh. Shoshana from Girls? I thought you were saying something like Cause about I spelled it S-O-S-H and then M-E-E-D-S, social meds. And you're like, what's Shoshana have to do with this? It's like you're like a total girls thought, fan. Dang! I thought I misspelled it, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm not funny. No, I'm just not literate." Uh, you are. Yeah. Uh, that's not an actual real spelling of anything that exists in the world. So I'm not like. How could you know? <laughs> I'm not like young people literate. If we were young people literate, like we wouldn't even use words. It's like literal like emojis and one letters. Like I don't know, like. I don't know what anybody's doing anymore. No. <laughs> I, had, I had a beeper, guys. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Uh, all I knew was my mom would just uh, beat me 911 because I was always in trouble because I was always out too late. <laughs> uh, uh. Even though it was not an emergency, it was just like. You're in fucking trouble. That's all it meant. Nine one one. You're not here yet. I'm sitting waiting for you. You better walk in that door in two seconds. Nine one one. I'm. What's your emergency? My emergency is I'm gonna call the police on you because you're a fucking asshole. I don't know. Sorry, mom and dad. Oh god. Uh, oh yeah. Follow us on uh, all the social medias. Uh, it, Instagram at dtfu podcast uh twitter we just set that up uh at dtfu podcast Mm -hmm. is that right yeah i'm not i'm not a twitter or me either i'm gonna be a forced tweeter yeah i mean you have to have Mm. all the things oh and then facebook is uh also dtfu podcast yeah um like dtfu space podcast um search it you'll find it so you'll find it you'll find it also like we'll try to post stuff so that we could actually have people follow us. Yeah. Um, oh, and if you want to send us an email, like, corrections, like, mostly, like, not corrections, though, like, just just assume that we don't know what we're talking about. 
Um, but you know, like some stuff, but like we're bullshitting a lot too. So yeah. I mean, I mean, if you have like a very strong feeling about like ICP or you know worms or whatever, or if you, there's a topic I've been getting, um, a, an old coworker of mine has been sending me emails with topics that I've been posting to the Slack channel. So like, if you have topics you'd like to hear about, send them. Email us. Yes. Yeah. We 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 were always looking for more more uh, topics and fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, I think that's all the housekeeping stuff. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, we don't have a lot because nobody's, like, sending us corrections or anything. Someone so. sent, just send us an email. Like, I could just say test yeah, just, in the subject. Just be like, just be like hi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't send a, don't send any pictures of your stool sample. No. I, I, now that I say that, everybody's going to do it. <laughs> please don't. God, please. Oh, God. Oh, and if you do, if you do send us, like, text messages or, like, emails, um, let us know, like, from the very top if you want us to like mention you yeah and because we'll we'll shout you out for sure but if not then we won't Mm. refer to you but we'll still talk about a friend who did x y and z yeah but we won't say your name yeah because i did want to say that i had a friend send me a text message yesterday after listening to our parasitic worms episode and um she said just listen to your parasite podcast well half of it still have to finish hilarious my grandfather had to pull out a huge worm out of my oma's butthole when they were young he said it was six feet i wrote lol oh my god that's love and she goes war was rough no money for a doctor oh <laughs> my god so, yeah I, I would like to say who that is but i don't know if she would want me to so we'll just oh i think i know who it oh, is you do but you don't it's not who you think okay it is. but i do no oh, okay. i know because i said oma yeah, uh-huh yeah oh okay all right <clears throat> Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So we go from the, the beehole to the <laughs> vagina. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, this week we're, we want to talk about uh, just the, like kind of the history of birth control and how fucked up that was from the very get-go. Um, okay. But I want to say um, I've been like thinking about changing up my form of birth control. Mm. And we were having a conversation and you were talking about your IUD and how much you love it and how it's like great. And I was like, oh, okay. And so, you know, you take your friends like, you know, point of view and recommendation. Sure. You're like, you should totally get one. So then I was like, cool. And I went to go get one and they uh, were measuring me. So I didn't even get the IUD yet. And I, it ended up being very painful because they actually perforated my uterus into my intestines. They did? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I didn't know I didn't know time. that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to get, like, an ultrasound and stuff. Oh, my, my God. Um, what the fuck are your, your doctors doing? <laughs> Jesus I know. Christ. Well, she won't put it in anymore because she's scared. So I have to go see a different doctor. But anyway, my favorite part was when I got out of the... Um, out of the oh. appointment and I called you and I was like or maybe I texted you and I was like oh my god that was super fucking painful and you were like oh yeah no it's like the worst pain I've ever felt and I was like <laughs> okay well that would have been great going into the appointment so I would have been like prepared <sighs> well I didn't want to scare you but also like you didn't even get it in they just like I know. poked you no I have to do it again I have an appointment oh my god yeah well maybe now they'll like now that they've opened the door once, it won't be as bad. <laughs> I think listen, your your cervix is not supposed to be dilated like manually. Like it's supposed to do that like naturally, like yeah. when you have ch- children. Um, yeah. So when it is artificially 
opened to put something in there. That's not supposed to happen, like, normally. Yeah. Um, so it hurt, fucking hurts. Uh, one of my friends calls it cunt scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking accurate. The actual IUD device? <laughs> no, just the whole process. <laughs> oh. oh. I said IUD so. device, but that's like ATM machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need yeah. to say it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, anyway, so yeah, that was. Just oh recent. man, yeah. I, I'm sorry that didn't work out. Uh, I I feel like that's the fault of your doctor though. Like that seems insane. Like I when I went, I don't know. I'm not no no hating on your doctor. Like they're probably great, but I, well, I don't know. That seems like it's hard to do. I mean, your your uterus is like is a uh, like what's the right word i almost said chewy uh but that's not right uh it's like it's like it's like elasticy so it shouldn't you know like it you, i don't know what the fuck they're doing man yeah well she said like she like pushed into it she, you're supposed to feel like a little bit of um she or she's supposed to feel like a little bit of a um resistance and then yeah and then you like kind of push through it and then you're in and uh-huh. so she said she never really felt that. She just kept, like, sticking it in. She's like, you have an abnormally long uterus. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, uh, okay. Oh, and then yeah. she's like, I feel like I can go even further, but I don't want to. And she had already, like, gone through the uterine wall at that point. Which oh made, hopefully that's why it was so painful. Because I can't believe I have to do this again. But oh man. anyway, mm. yeah, I, I'm going to go see I'm sorry. someone else. She recommended yeah, someone get else. It. So. Yeah, there, I literally have. Uh, so I have. T- there's two doctors in my office. Like my general, like practitioner, who is like, yeah, let's get you, let's get you going with an IUD. And then she's like, I have a the one doctor here who just that's all she does is like install the IUDs. She's like a like a car stereo <laughs> installer at Best Buy specialist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like I was like okay, so she like did my like checkup, made sure everything was good to go because I've been I've been on like the pill for you know God fifteen years, yeah. um, up until last year. Anyway, that's some personal background, and we're, let me just say I am so grateful to live in this period of time, this era of life. Uh, what a time to be alive! Thank God. Yeah. Um. So lucky. Um. And also, like, to be born to born in the United States, born to parents who are very cool uh, and are pro-sex and pro-choice and progressive and, like, took the time to personally educate me. And, like, it was super awkward. And I'm so sorry, Mom and Dad, if I was like, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> it, you got through to me. You did. Um, I, you know, it was – when you're a kid, it's so awkward. So yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm really lucky. I feel really grateful for that. Uh, and like also just being raised around like strong women and being taught sex education in public school mm-hmm. from an early age. Like I think I was in fifth grade when sex education started happening for wow. me. I don't know about you. I, we got like the period talk and like the girls and the boys were separated mm-hmm. and the girls like learned about. I remember they passed around a paper bag and it had a tampon and a pad in it. Yeah. And I like brought it home and I was like, I just looked at it all because I was like, I don't think I'm anywhere near yeah. being able to use this. And, so, I, wasn't. and I wasn't. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Me either. And the, boy, the like, boys got the boner talk, I think. Like yeah. in the other room, it was like, this is your 
male anatomy sometimes Mm -hmm. you get what's called a boner (laughs) (laughs) it's really embarrassing and it happens at very inopportune times and will continue to happen to you all your life all the time oh poor poor dudes (laughs) Uh, and then we were like yeah you're just gonna bleed everywhere it's gonna get all over it's gonna be super embarrassing you're gonna be scarred for life if you ever are in public and it happens to you it's disgusting it's not it's it's the miracle of life guys it'll happen for the next 30 years get used to Mm -hmm. it yeah um yeah so just want to i'm really grateful for that yeah public school public school in the mid early mid 90s was pretty pretty legit yeah um in california in california southern california um so yeah we got we are very lucky we have lots of options these days um and I'm really glad we there's people that came before us that were really experimenting with some trial and error <laughs> because <laughs> I'm about to get into some weird shit. Um, humans figured out from a very uh, a long time ago that because I was this is what I was thinking I was like how did we even figure out that sex leads to pregnancy because um, that doesn't. Imagine being like, you know, an early human and you would automatically assume like this is just some thing that happened and like the correlate, there's no science, there's no correlation, there's no critical thinking, you're just purely trying to survive. Um, And so when we figured that out, it was actually pretty early on, but it was, it was right around the time... um, civilization started uh domesticating animals specifically dogs uh because they have a a short gestation period so it's around like 58 68 days so like the correlation was pretty close so that's when we figured out when you fuck you have a baby (laughs) when when people was a fucking a baby would be a coming (laughs) uh yeah, so that so we didn't know it was actually happening from a biological perspective, but we realized like, oh, when you put your dick in this person <laughs> that has a vagina, that person with a vagina will have another human. Yeah. So that's kind of how we figured out procreation very early on. That was about 15,000 years ago. That's a <laughs> long time ago, guys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we didn't really understand. We we're like, oh, God did it the the gods um made it happen um with the special juice um (laughs) please edit that out (laughs) oh god sorry (laughs) but uh yeah so some of the earliest civilizations figured that out um not all but some figured it out so they started uh experimenting with uh with birth control which consisted of a lot of poop for some reason there we are back to poop we're back to poop (laughs) it you know it comes full circle so let's see like a few like ancient civilizations uh that are very notable because they had written text written languages that have survived through now that we're able to decipher and look at and be like oh this is what they were doing um there's recorded uh recipes for certain types of birth control um 
in ancient Egypt, they would make a, a, a pessary, which is like a little pellet, like a little thing that's soluble. Um, and you stick up in your vagina, um, made out of dried crocodile dung. That's a, <coughs> that's nice. Uh, <sighs> another thing that they wrote down for a form of, of birth control, quote unquote, uh, was that a woman must eat beans on an empty stomach. <laughs> Oh, that is birth control. Start... <laughs> you, you have let's farts just, and no one wants to do it with you. <laughs> yeah. When you put poop in your vagina and you're all farty. <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think that's a. Uh... Oh, my God. I just snorted. <laughs> what the fuck were people doing? Oh, my God. That would work these days. Yeah, <laughs> so you smell like shit down there, out of your <laughs> vagina and your butthole. Oh, sorry. I guess we shouldn't do it. <laughs> oh God, is that your all? Is that all the beans you ate, or is that the crocodile shit you put in your your cooter? <laughs> uh, Egypt, what are you doing? Oh Lord. <laughs> That's not okay. That's not even the worst of it, but it's pretty. Oh my god, I'm There's, already sweating. <laughs> I, I'm crying. Like tears are coming out of my eyes. Um, an onion. And this is just ancient Egypt. We haven't even dove into Greece. Uh, onion juice applied to the penis before coitus. Uh. <laughs> just everybody smelled like onion dick. Disgusting. <laughs> yesterday and my mom got so mad she's like those are disgusting they smell so gross i'm like oh my god just imagine oh my god if somebody's dick smelled like onions oh god (laughs) and it's like ancient egyptian dick it's already dirty it's like so like they weren't cleanly back then well some egyptian like the really really wealthy egyptians were pretty clean but really yeah yeah oh god (laughs) ancient egypt was like honestly they they had some stuff figured out but good good for them actually maybe not (laughs) um Oh my god. Um, another pessary uh, made, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but I don't care. Made of uh, acacia gum, dates, and uh, like plant fiber and honey. So better than shit. <laughs> but still, you're sticking things inside of your vagina that probably shouldn't be there. Yeah, infection. Uh, yeah, ancient Greece. Um, <laughs> so there's a text that survived. But written by like a he's like a ancient uh, gynecologist I guess we can call him. His name is Sorinus, but it's like spelled like Soranus. Obviously, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, so ancient ancient Greek gynecologist, and he his one of his methods that he told women were was a way to prevent pregnancy was uh, to hold her breath during coitus and then. 
sit with her knees bent and sneeze to expel semen. (laughs) Nope, that's not a thing. He also said women should smear an ointment of old olive oil on the orifice of the uterus, or I mean, I guess the cervix. And uh, he most likely learned about the olive oil method from Aristotle, who uh, advocated that women put olive oil or cedar oil in their vaginas to slow the sperm's motility. Uh, so that's that was ancient Greece. Oh, oh, another pessary made from cat testicles. Just oh my stop. god, that is like fucking gross stuff oh in the vagina. God. I'm like, I mean, yeah, ugh. I'm just holding back like a gag. I know I need to take a drink of my cocktail to calm down. Mm. So now we're getting into like Rome, ancient Rome. Uh, they're getting a little bit more sophisticated with uh, condoms made from uh, goat bladder, um, oh. and I guess. They could be worn either by a man or a woman. Like, I guess by uh, if it was worn by a woman, it'd be like a, a fema- female condom or like kind of diaphragm, yeah. sort of. Um, or they would uh, do... do sh- <laughs> God bless. That was, oh, that was a bird. Yeah. And also, it was part of my gag. Yeah, you're just fi- trying not to throw up. Itself. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, they'd also do douches of salt water, vinegar, and or lemon juice. Um, cool. And then, so there is also, um, in like ancient, um, Egyptians, Romans, and Greeks also use this plant called, uh, sylphium, um, which was, uh, kind of like it's in the fennel family. And this is a plant that actually was like pretty effective. It was like a medicinal form of birth control that you'd like, I, I guess you'd take the, take the seeds and make like a tea with it or something. And, uh, it they it was used so much that it became extinct. So they were I apparently it was pretty effective and um Greek coins depict the the plant of this the sylphium uh plant the seed I should say. It it resembles what we now uh like the stylized heart that we see everywhere, like a heart shape. Um so I, I think that's like where we get the heart shape from because it was like because oh. you were in love and you were having sex and they're like oh this is love <laughs> and there is an actual symbol for it because of that the sylphium plant i guess oh that's so my, cool. my and pe- that plant it's 16 it doesn't exist oh, anymore. Wow. yeah that's so cool. they use it so much that it just they they ex- made it extinct um let's see uh middle medieval europe and uh, elizabeth elizabeth in england um <laughs> they were not doing it right there there or then um (laughs) not not really sticking so many things up the vaginas more like like wearing weasel testicles um uh on her thigh or amputee amputated foot amputated foot of a live weasel around her neck i don't know oh Oh my god maybe that's why i don't know testicles and shit I don't know. I don't know. Um, or this is a more, and I think this is more reasonable. Casanova recommended uh, taking a half of a lemon rind and using it as a cervical cap. So you just fit that right over your, your uterus, I guess. Cervix. Your cervix. Um, yeah, then... 
there's all kinds of weird stuff. Um, oh, feudal Japan. This one's really funny. Uh, and not funny, but I mean, they would use a condom made from uh, a tortoise shell or horn, <laughs> which had the added benefit of concealing impotence. So you just put your dick in this thing and you're like, yeah, like, and it could be like as big as you want, I guess. And like you, the lady couldn't tell if you didn't have an erection or not. Cause it's like in a fucking tortoise oh shell. My God. That but, sounds painful. Yeah. Um, Native Americans use like, uh, steaming, steaming sperm out. They use a special kettle, like, you know how like vagina facials are like a thing now, like where you steam your vagina. No, I like don't Gwyneth know. That. Pal- don't you read Goop? No. Oh well. <laughs> you get you get yourself a jade egg and you go and get yourself a vagina steam and you'll have a brand new lease on life. Oh. So says Gwyneth Paltrow. Huh. <sighs> what a special person. <laughs> That's I weak. love Goop. She gets her vagina steamed like on a regular yeah. basis. I think so. What is it? I mean, Does what, it look different, or like, what is the benefits? I mean, it keeps your vagina from getting wrinkles. <laughs> keeps it hydrated. Oh, huh. I don't know. I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Just like they're, they're like uh, all these like gynecologists were like, do not put a jade egg in your vagina. Like she's selling this like jade egg for like to keep people's like pelvic floors like fit and like tight. And like, and just do some fucking Kegels. Yeah, like, it's, it's not it's not hard. Wait, so um, because you put it up there, and then you have to do Kegels to keep it in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or otherwise, it'll just like whoop, whoop, <laughs> 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 crack on the sidewalk. Yeah. And it's fucking jade, which is a porous fucking material, and that could like get gross bacteria in it. And like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't. That's fucking stupid. So, um. But, yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. Native Americans were, like, about the, like, steaming life um, and douching with seawater, vinegar, lemon juice, other acidic liquids. And they also use herbs. Like, they are like, wise and they actually <laughs> knew what they were doing with herbs. Uh, but like just, blue, like, make co- a tea. Co-hosh. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, they, I thought and it, they, and like, it does... put it in there. No, no, no. They were... They were like, oh, okay. They like were just like, they understood how the body worked a little bit more and how yeah. like certain herbs reacted. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So that's like pretty much like a good overview of like uh, the history and some of the more fucked up uh, forms of birth control. What, what, uh, what do you think your preferred method would be? Oh my God. <laughs> um. No, I don't know. I guess, like, the lemon peel is the mm. one that sounds the least disgusting because it's, like, a little cervical cap, and then... Yeah, like, but I feel like it's, like, so big and, uh, like, rindy. <laughs> <laughs> but that, aren't... Like, how do you put your, like, where... Like, can your <laughs> penis fit in there with all that in there? I don't know. I feel like it's not that... Like, if it was a small lemon and it was just, like, the rind... And you, like, mm-hmm, scraped mm-hmm. out the lemon. It wouldn't be that different from a regular cervical cap, right? Sure. Like a diaphragm? Yeah, that, It'd be, like, yeah. similar. Yeah, that makes sense. Anything that has to do with poop going into a vagina is I think good. that's gross, but because you, like, mix other things with it, it's not as gross as the, um, 
Oh God. I, f- I just feel like I'm going to throw up. Don't but, do it. <laughs> um, the one with the cat testicles out there. Yeah, that's bad. That's real. Not- that's really. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's no reason to be using any of these. No. Things and like maybe they kind of worked or people thought they worked, but like it feels like in ancient times, like the like douching and stuff, like we know that's not healthy. No. Because you know, your body days. your body your your like the your uterus has like a certain pH and it knows how to regulate that. Your body knows how to regulate that. If something is introduced that's like bacterial, your body will try very hard to like get rid of it. You'll have an infection. Um and you go to the doctor if that happens. Um and if you're introducing things in there that shouldn't be there, you are going. That is a fast track to, like, yeast infection, fucking yeah. cervical cancer. All kinds of things can happen. All kinds of really bad stuff can happen. Um, so don't stick anything up there that shouldn't be there. Don't douche. Douching's really bad for you. Your your body regulates itself really well. And if you do have an infection, go to the fucking doctor. Go to urgent care. Um, it's so know. scary because people, even nowadays, like, if you just l- look on, I was, like, Googling, like, oh, you know, contraception myths or, like, you know, most, oh, God. M- m- like, like least helpful contraception, you know, like, methods. And one of them that kept coming up is, like, either douching with Coca-Cola or Mountain Dew or just uh-huh. having the dude drink a bunch of Mountain Dew, like it'll kill his sperm or something. Yeah, there's like, like an ur- there's an urban legend that Mountain Dew yeah. causes low sperm count, which all you need okay. is one. All you need is one, <laughs> and millions come out. Yeah. Uh, so that's not smart. Yeah. And douching with Coca Cola has been around since the 1950s. Like that was like a that was like a common uh like commonly held like belief that if you douche with Coca Cola, you would be okay (laughs) which i guess there was some science behind it like they they found out that it like the um coca-cola does like immobilize some of the sperm or like slows Mm -hmm. them down but it doesn't happen fast enough so you could totally still get pregnant yeah and and it's like it's like the effort like the if you like shake it up and squirt it in there it's like it's blasting in there so what do you do drop a mento in a a bottle and you just stand (laughs) over it It's the fucking Coca-Cola bidet for oh. pregnancy prevention. Oh, my God. You know, I was talking to my mom about uh, this, this, how we're going to do this episode. And she told me that her grandma, her her Mexican grandma told her that uh, they used to douche with gasoline. Like, she knew women who douche with gasoline. Oh, my God. As a fucking birth control method. Like... Oh my god. That is so intense. And it's just like women will go to extremes to not be pregnant. Uh and if you do not allow women to have access to birth control, uh and that'll lead to unwanted pregnancies and leads to abortions, unsafe abortions if that's not legal. It is a very, very rough, slippery slope to get on. Uh, we need we need to have access to. It all starts with education. If you if you comb like the Yahoo Answers for, I mean, like this is how you know education is so important because 
so many you could tell a lot of the people asking questions on forums such as uh yahoo answers are just totally they're kids and they don't understand how you even get pregnant and i found this uh a lot of people on yahoo answers are trolls like just be like oh can i get pregnant from my dog and it's like oh that's gross and you know you can't you idiot um also or maybe they don't you like having sex with your dog what the fuck yeah that was it was a very graphic story about uh i didn't want to share that Mm -hmm. but i think it's just people trolling like bored teenagers Mm -hmm. um but someone wrote a pregnant virgin last month i did not have sex i am a virgin but was grinding naked on a guy he was (laughs) naked too before that before that he cummed and urinated (laughs) i did that about three and a half weeks before my february period my last period was on time but a day shorter than usual i had diarrhea and anxiety (laughs) so i took a pregnancy test and it came out negative i got my period and it was on time and it was heavy bleeding now i haven't been sexually active really since then not during my fertile week, but I've been experiencing constipation and back pain slash abdominal pain and can be more tired than usual. These are common pregnancy symptoms. This week is my ovulation week, but I've never experienced this ever. What is going on? I can't be a pregnant virgin. Can it all be from constipation? <laughs> Does she mean? <laughs> yeah, she you're, you're, like- you're pregnant with a shit baby. <laughs> someone wrote back since you're clueless you cannot get pregnant from fondling (laughs) anything same sex related dry humping wearing underwear with semen inside it staring at a penis touching a penis with your hands or feet being in the same room as a penis getting semen on any part of your body other than inside your vagina dreaming about a penis hugging showering or bathing with someone of the opposite gender anal masturbation wiping yourself with toilet paper with semen on it dirty talk virtual sex over the computer hand jobs prayer kissing rubbing oral or fingering until you figure this out stay away from genitalia of the opposite sex and for the love of god take a sexual education course <laughs> oh it's like which <laughs> what i do you when you were young, did you used to listen to Loveline? Like, original, no. doc, like, Adam Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one episode where somebody called in and was like, can can you get pregnant from giving a blowjob? And Adam Carolla was like, yeah, you have one of those mouth babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, yeah. Oh, it's my so God. Like, yeah, there was, like, a lot of stuff like, oh, yeah, we had anal sex. Like, now I think I'm pregnant. It's like, oh, you know that you, like, you're doing it in the butt so that you don't get pregnant. That's, so, like, why would you even think that's possible? It's so dumb. Yeah. But also, it's just a lot of kids and probably people that don't yeah. have anyone that they can talk to, which kind of sucks. I cannot imagine <laughs> being, like, where you're, like, oh, I don't want to get pregnant, so I'm just going to have anal sex. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> that is so intense that's like kid i mean kids do that like i know i remember in high school i i knew some people that were like yeah. oh no i i'm and they were like i'm technically still a virgin because i haven't had sex in my vagina i'm like um <laughs> no yeah you're very advanced like what are did you like read up on any of like the like the modern history of like birth control or do you yeah well i think um it's interesting because everything that they were doing in like ancient egypt and roman and greek times is all 
you know, a lot of it kind of led to the methods that we have today. So, like, the barrier method is making sure that there's a block between, Mm -hmm. like, the semen reaching the cervix and going up in there and fertilizing you. So, um, or fertilizing a lady. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, condoms and cervical caps and diaphragms and stuff like that, that, those are all the barrier methods. So, like, when you talked about the lemon peel and... Um, and even like the, you know, animal intestines or whatever as a condom, like all that stuff or the like Japanese tortoise shell or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's like a strap on basically. Yeah. yeah, But it's like a barrier, (laughs) you know, the semen doesn't go anywhere. So, um, and then, you know, there are like hormonal methods, which are kind of like the pill, which has a pretty interesting history. And then, um, intrauterine devices, like you know ids is how we refer to them um there's also um like implants and things like that which fall more under the hormonal um umbrella because they uh they give off hormones after they're implanted in your skin and then there's sterilization and behavioral which i wrote no next to because it's not really great um as in terms of uh birth control yeah. Um, and the Wikipedia article is really funny because it's like the most adverse side effect with any form of birth control is pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> it is adverse. Pregnancy's gnarly. Yeah. We'll do we could do like a totally separate episode. We've we've talked about doing an episode on childbirth. Yeah. Which and, and pregnancy, which it, oh, is its, it's very dangerous. Yeah. It's the, scary. You, people people were so desperate to not have not be pregnant and not go through childbirth that they were willing to do all kinds of crazy stuff yeah if they didn't have access and i mean like this this is like recent i I mean people will still like try to to miscarry like they like it's crazy like (sighs) people drink bleach and shit like they don't people don't want to have kids and it's that's why it's so important there's all these methods now that exist that are are so easy and it's silly that you know women feel like they don't have access to them or you know there are things in certain communities that keep women from getting birth control or having easy access to it or you know it's it can be expensive and um and that's really shitty and it's all like anti-women essentially right oh uh there's male birth control now that they've been testing that is not FDA approved by any means, but, uh, it is being tested and it is effective in, uh, I forget who they're, what animal they're testing it on, but, uh, it's funny because so uh, I saw like a, um, a note about male, like hormonal birth control. So like the male pill is essentially what it is. And it was like, (laughs) this stat of between 25 to 75% of men who are sexually active said they would use the, the male birth control pill. And I was like, that's kind of a big disparity between 25 and 75%. Um, You're saying like almost everybody kind of, or like almost not that many. None. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not, so a do, re- do they want to use it or not? Like I'm confused, but I, I don't know. It's, it's so weird. There's a 50-50 chance they either want to or don't. <laughs> but also, yeah, also, and this is, like, super cynical and, I don't know, maybe um, something that should be deeply ingrained in all women. It's, like, you can't really trust your par- your male partner to, like, 
take care of that because they don't they're not stuck with it like yeah in their body so it's it's such a weird thing that we have you know like all these regulations and stuff that are made especially historically by like males and all of these things you know when it's our bodies and we're the ones that have to like experience it and so we should be the ones that get to pick the methods yeah it's it's our actual like well-being and health that are at stake Oh, but the male birth control that I was looking at that is uh, fairly new and recently um, a lot of excitement, a lot of buzz has been created about is uh, it's called Vassal Gel. Um, And it's basically, it sounds gross, but it's like after all the fucking shit that we have to do, I'm like, eh. Um, It's basically like a a gel that is is injected into the, uh, what's it called? The Vassal. Deferens, it's a duct which brings the sperm to the testes to the urethra, oh. um, and that's that's what's cauterized in a vasectomy. But instead of doing that, you block it with like a gel that uh, can be, it can be, it can stay in there for however long. I don't know what the like the the shelf life on that is, but uh, the gel just blocks the the flow, uh, just like a vasectomy does when you cauterize that. But it can be easily reversed. So you basically just like have a second injection which flushes it out oh. it's sodium bicarbonate solution it's like baking soda solution so it's like it it's it's soluble in your body once you you know flush it out and oh, it's wow. like not that's very promising um if men were down to do that have an injection right in that little gland there that would block the the sperm so that's easy but, yeah that's super easy um is it yeah. and so they're what's they're like still the doing effective te- rate? Does it? Do they uh, have they're that still yet? doing te- they're still doing testing on it. I think it's uh, I think it's probably being tested in like, I don't know, maybe like chimpanzees or something. But oh, wow. I think that's great. I think uh, I hope that becomes a thing because it's exhausting having to worry about taking your pill uh, every single night, like as part of your your nighttime routine. I don't know. That was part of my nighttime routine. I take mine in the morning, but I'm trying to. I, I, it makes out. me feel sick. Oh yeah, my I'm I've uh. never had. Only recently I've felt like, oh man, these hormones. Like I feel like I can control. You know, like I just feel like I know when I am acting weird, and I wonder right. if it's part of that. Which is why I wanted to try the IUD because it's like, you know, switching it up. It's a not bit. pumping. Well, the, the nice thing about an IUD, especially like a, a low like uh, hormone IUD, like most of them are now. Like there's copper IUDs, which copper uh, Kills. makes your uterus like a, not a, it's a hostile place for for sperm, so they can't get in there. Yeah. Um, but like Marina is the one that I have. Um, yeah. And it's like really low low dosage of levonorgestrel gestrel. Um, and that it releases over the course of five years, very small amounts. Uh, and I, it took a while for it to adjust after being on the pill for like 15 years. But, um, I, I honestly, I was, I felt so, um, meh, I guess when I was on the pill, like I was like, yeah, like meh, like I should be more upset, but I just don't care. I was like really apathetic. (laughs) Um, maybe that's just my personality though. I don't know. Um, but now, I don't know, it did take me a while to, like, get used to it, and, like, I can tell, like, if, you know, that there's not 
hormones coursing through my entire body. It's all centralized. It's it's only in your uterus that it's it's so yeah. that's a nice thing. I mean, if you're interested, yeah. I mean the it's nice because the pill is kind of what revolutionized birth control and like started this movement for women mm-hmm. all around. You know, like just a, a lot more sexual freedom, and it was this woman named Margaret Sanger, and she was a nurse and an activist in the early 1900s, and she actually coined the, the phrase birth control. Um, and in mm-hmm. 1916, she was the um, woman who opened up the first family planning clinic, which originally, or eventually became um, Planned Parenthood. Okay. Yeah, but it was originally yeah. called the American Birth Control League. And then... Um, Wasn't she arrested and then, like, got out of jail and was like, fuck you fuckers i'm gonna keep going yeah she like she was arrested in the earlier 1900s before she opened the the family planning clinic and she left the u.s and then came back which is yeah. good it's good that she did because then like in the um in the night in the early like night or the late 1930s um the american medical association started to recognize birth, birth control as a legit part of their practice so they would actually talk to um you know, families or women, mostly women who were married. They wouldn't talk to single women. Yeah. And so that's... Well, they didn't want to encourage... Well, they didn't want to encourage promiscuity. And also for a lot of families, it's like, it's a a health concern to... And also like an economic concern. Mm -hmm. A lot of these families are like, you know, poor and like couldn't afford to have another baby. And they were like, but we love each other and we want to keep fucking. So what do we do here? Right. Um... It was yeah. it was seen as like obscene to talk it was to talk about any of that stuff like with we'd probably women. be arrested yeah oh for sure <laughs> for ta- right now what we're talking about well, we would be arrested for I it. mean uh, yeah we did say onion dick earlier in this podcast so <laughs> we'd get arrested for sure um, but it was good because then um, you know once it was kind of recognized by the American Medical Asso- Association it went from you know just having like. you know 50 or so birth control clinics in the 1930s to like over 800 in the 1940s so like there was a really Mm -hmm. big boom and people started talking about family planning and then that's when she kind of um margaret sanger approached this biologist this biologist gregory pincus about like testing hormones and Mm -hmm. um they had been tested in um animals Pincus had kind of developed a pill for animals that was hormonal. But in, at the same time, there was another um, scientist, Carl Gerasi, in Mexico who was synthesizing progesterone from yams in Mexico, which is another type of hormonal birth control because um, there's the estrogen and, and progesterone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, like, a, a gynecologist named John Rock, he started testing the same pill that Dr. Pincus had developed for animals on people. And then in 1956, the FDA approved um, approved the hormonal pill, but only for managing periods. So it was still obscene. Right. So, but it was like. It wasn't, it wasn't about, it wasn't about preventing pregnancy. It was about keeping your, your periods regular. Yeah. And so, but women were smart, of course. And so they. <laughs> So they would go They're to the like, doctor. Oh, yeah, my period. I have really bad acne. <laughs> oh, when I was looking into um, when, like, <laughs> like when contraceptives first started coming on the scene, like when rubber was, like, invented in, like, the early 1800s, 
the first rubber condom was created in 1844 and they basically took strips of raw rubber and wrapped it around like penis shaped molds and then dipped it into a chemical solution to cure the rubber and it like was you'd put it on your dick and it was like a it it's like a strap on for your dick and but it was reusable like so because it was durable and you can use it like it was basically like an empty dildo it was like a hollowed out dildo yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh man that's unwieldy um but that's cool though (laughs) and then it is cool and then they and it's like it goes it it's like in the in feudal japan when they were using like the tortoise shell or like the horn made out of thing sheath made out of that stuff it's like same thing uh and then condoms are invented in 1920 did you know that no oh my gosh that's so long ago yeah i was focused more on because i went down the route of the pill because i didn't realize it wasn't until 1972 when everyone could get access to it so like it was no longer obscene it was no longer just for married women fucking 1972 Mm -hmm. we have friends that were born probably around yeah, that in time the 70s. yeah it's like mm-hmm. oh oh my gosh like their parent or their moms if they weren't married or whatever like it's just so weird yeah. that that's not that long before we were born i know um i mean the cold war was still happening when we were born but... <laughs> true <laughs> i mean what no i was, no um, i don't care in sync was popular when i was born yeah so even in like early America, there is some pretty primitive forms of of birth control, douching kits um, that are not effective. Um, and then women would also use Lysol. They would like douche with Lysol, and that like goes back to like what my mom was uh, telling me that her grandma told her. Uh, and Lysol advertised it. It yeah it as they a were douche yeah Ugh. that's but gross. It, but it would it would lead to like. You would get, like, your inside of your uterus would get infect, like, inflamed and irritated, and it'd be, like, can you imagine? Can you fucking imagine? Like, if you soak your hand in that for, like, a couple minutes, like, your skin gets irritated. If you breathe it. it, If you breathe it, it hurts your, yeah. Yeah. And imagine putting that inside of you, which has, like, mucous membranes. Like, that's fucking toxic. It's so bad. There's so many new forms of, of birth control, though, that we have to choose from. And not just, not only the pill, there's, you know, there's IUDs, which I'm a, I'm a huge fan of mine. Um, it's great. I don't I don't get a period anymore, also, on top of everything. Um, and I can get it taken out whenever I want, uh, whenever I decide to think about having kids or whatever. Um, Nuvering is a thing. Um, you can get the implant in your arm. Mm-hmm. I forget what that one's called. Shots you could get. You can get shots, yeah. Um, there's just there's all and there's like at least three different hormonal IUDs uh, out there. Yep. Um, so there's so many there's so many options. We're so lucky. Um, and when you're choosing one, I would say look at what's most effective too, because everything mm-hmm. there's still a slight chance you can use it perfectly and there's always going to be a very slight chance that you could still get pregnant so you know yep. if you if you really don't want to have kids you know think about dual protection mm-hmm. like or as many forms of protection as you could kind of ladder on uh, yeah so that you are you know in control of um your birth 
Yeah. Especially, I don't know, like, a lot of people are, like, on prescription drugs that can, like... Oh, yeah, antibiotics. Antibiotics, like, that that can affect that. Yeah. Yeah, if you take hormonal Mm -hmm. birth control, you have to be really careful. That's why it's important you talk to your doctors. Yeah. And I would say, like, there are some that are the least effective. One, no birth control. It's, like, 85% sure you'll get pregnant at Mm -hmm. some point. Like within the first year of using no birth control, yeah. And if, if <laughs> so, um, you know, proceed with caution. Um, but there are also other kinds like fertility awareness, which is basically like behavioral birth control. So you kind of just track when your, your body's most fertile by your period. But even then, like there are there are methods that you can use. Like there's something called standard days which is cycle-based, but also unless you have, you know, unless your period is exactly, like, a a certain number of days, Mm -hmm. it's still hard. Like, you could still still have one or two days where you're fertile where you think you're not fertile. Right. Because it's not foolproof. So there's just all these kinds of, you know, there's just all these types that are really, they're not great birth control. I, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, going back to male birth control, just because I think it's it, it's very interesting, on on Planned Parenthood's website, they're like, there's only five methods that men currently have like as available options: uh, abstinence, <laughs> outer course, which is dry humping, a, dry humping, <laughs> or everything but oh. uh, actual vaginal intercourse, um, right, and condoms. But is anal sex outer course because you're in? Yeah. I mean, oh. it's it's not – you're not going to get pregnant from that, so. Oh, okay. Um, condoms, obviously, vasectomy, um, and withdrawal. Yeah. Um, withdrawal, like, pulling out is it, – it's one of the oldest and, uh, I guess – well-known and favorite methods but it you can still it's 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 pretty effective actually i thought it was not effective at all but it it actually can be effective it's more effective than like i don't know well you still have a 22 percent chance of getting right pregnant in a year of like typical use and then if you use it perfectly which i don't know what that means like, but then you only have a four percent chance of getting pregnant in a year. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, it's don't don't do that. Don't, don't rely do on that. that. Don't yeah. rely on that. That's not. A, it's not a reliable method. You no. can still fucking definitely get pregnant. I just thought. I'm just saying. I thought it was like a, almost like oh, like you have no like a fifty fifty chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's a little. It's a step up from no birth control, <laughs> from just throwing all <laughs> caution to the wind. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean. Why we were talking about this real briefly, but like some why do people need birth control? I mean, again, pregnancy can be really dangerous for somebody who has a, you know, some sort of pre-existing condition. Pre-existing condition. Yeah. yeah. But also some people just don't want fucking kids because they're also gross. that and <laughs> I, <laughs> I shouldn't have to have them if I don't want them. That's right. Um, we all, yeah, uh, we're all allowed to make those decisions, uh, alone or with a partner and, yeah. you know, we are allowed to do that cause we're, this is 2017 and it's, we can do whatever the fuck we want. 
Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't want my kid bringing fucking pin home, pinworms, pinworms home. home. From, yeah. From kindergarten. Mm-mm. Fuck that. Also, like, not even, not even, like, having to do with pregnancy. Uh, women actually do need a birth control to monitor their hormones. Like, from yeah. the original, like, concept of the pill, that is still a thing. Uh, it's used to control heavy periods, and it's also a form of treatment for endometriosis, which I have. Oh. Um, so it's it's something that women actually need as, like, medicine. Yeah. Um, people, when they have heavy periods, like, you can, like, fucking, you can have iron deficiencies, and you can pass out, and it's, like, it's not, it's not normal all the time. <laughs> like, if you think something's normal... It might not be. I thought having being in fucking pain all the time was normal, and it wasn't. So, um, get that shit checked out. Um, <laughs> and there's all there's all kinds of reasons, but those are just some of the main reasons. Um, yeah. Uh, if you have a doctor who uh, doesn't want to prescribe you birth control, get a new fucking doctor. <laughs> that literally happened to me when I was like 20 years old. Uh, I oh went my to the God. I went to the doctor, and I was like super young, and I was like oh, I want to go to a woman doctor and, you know, it it feels more comfortable and I, you know, go there and she's, (sighs) gets me up on the table, my feet are in the stirrup, she's examining me and I, you know, I'm like, okay, I just need to refill my prescription also. She's like, I'm not going to prescribe you birth control until I give you my little pep talk. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) And I just was so up, I was like in the, I was in a very vulnerable position and she's just like, Physically and physically li- and, and literally, and yeah, she's yeah. and like it's looking back on that now that situation where she's like, I'm not going to prescribe you this until I tell you about how you shouldn't have sex until you're married, and like you, I hope you're not using birth control for your prevention of pregnancy or whatever. And I was just like, a uh, bitch. Yeah. Um, I, looking back on that now, that is the most inappropriate thing. One of the most inappropriate things that's ever happened, especially like she's a woman. Like she's supposed to be understanding and like she's a doctor. And she's a like, doctor. That's first and foremost. Worse. First and foremost, do no but, harm. You know, that's a that's a thing that they've passed in the U.S. Like you can you can be a physician. You can be a um, what are they called that work at CVS? And they give you medicine. A pharmacist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could be, uh, be a CVS worker. You could be a, a physician. A Best Buy, a Best Buy shipping manager. <laughs> and you can fucking deny people. You could say, no, I'm sorry. That goes against my personal beliefs and morals. So you can't get that refilled here. I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, what is it? Like, again, what? Yeah, it's anti-women, but I'm sure they're fucking filling other people's Viagra. Mm-hmm. You have no problem with that. They have travel packs now of Viagra for when you go on vacation and you want to fuck your your girlfriend and you need you need to get your dick hard. <laughs> they're like, here's a here's travel size now. Like that's a literal mm-hmm. a thing now. So gross. Fuck. I hope they get travel diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that shit. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. That. Like, what if, all right, that was just, I get so mad about that when I think about it. That was, that was so, it was terrible. I was 20, like 20 years old and maybe even 19, I don't know. And it's just so shitty. And I don't, I, nobody should ever have to be in that position. 
I'm so glad now, like, uh, plan B, you can just, like, get over the counter now. Yeah. I've had, I've, like, or, or, like, I think it's been over the counter for a while now. I've gotten plan B before. Yeah. I haven't, so, but I use, like, 12 methods of birth control every time, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually, everything's locked down. The, the only thing I don't use is, like, a chastity belt. Because <laughs> that would <laughs> defeat the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you're like pete put this uh this rubber <laughs> pete pete do you have your tortoise shell ready <laughs> pete can you pull the hollowed out dildo out of the bedside table it's time <laughs> really setting the mood oh my god <laughs> oh god yeah. We have also, too much to worry about. Also, hand me the Lysol and drop a Mentos in this Coca-Cola <laughs> bottle. I gotta squat over it for a second. Oh, do, you don't mind the smell of my uh, crocodile <laughs> shit pill that I just put in my vagina, do you? Also, we're having beans for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've come a long way, baby. Yeah, we have. It's a mad Best- body, my choice. That's right. <laughs> I don't want to have kids for a while, but I probably need to do something about it if I do. I can't just like be like, it's 40. I'm 40 now. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it's just I'm having so much fun. I know. I'm, yeah. I was just going to say, I'm in Hawaii right now, but you look way more tan than I do. <laughs> that, that has to do with like my glowing. ancestry. <laughs> Pete and I both got sunburns on our backs yesterday, but it's, like, so uneven. You can see where we, like, sprayed the sunscreen. <laughs> I want to take oh a picture and send God. it to you. It's really funny. Does your do, – when you get sunburned, does it stay or does it, like, oh, kind of – like, move, like, your – like, does it – Like, fade? Spread out a little bit. Yeah, but, like, even out? No? Uh, If I burn again today, which is – which is likely – Oh, Hopefully dear. it evens out. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck. Thanks, dude. All right. Uh, everybody, please follow us on social media at DTFU Podcast um, on all the things. And send us an email if you have any questions or want to bitch us out. Please don't. No, I don't want anybody to be mean to us. Um, be nice. Uh, DTFU Podcast at gmail.com. And that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Okay, bye-bye.